and we kept it a little secret for that little bit of time. Stephanie, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming here this morning and bringing your husband, JP. You know, I've been trying well, to get Well, don't thank you. me yet. <laughs> oh, I won't thank you, because he's going to be on next. Yep. He's going to be next. Listen, I, I start off usually the conversation by asking, where were you born? I was born in Miami, Florida, in the U.S. Did you grow up there? I grew up there. I was born and raised, same house, um, until I moved off to college. Yeah. So you were 17 or 18 when you left? I was 17 or I was 18. I was 17 when I left and went to University of Florida, so still in Florida. And, uh, yeah. So you never, you never traveled, had you traveled outside of Florida? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we traveled, but I always lived in the same house that I was born in, which is sort of a, a funny thing. I think I realized later that not most people, that's not, that's not the way it works. So, yeah. So yeah. did you, let me ask you, did you still have that house? No. My parents sold it when we were in, when I was in college. And I actually went back a few years ago to see it. And it was, um, you know, it's, they say everything seems smaller Doesn't and it? less grand um, than it is in your imagination and your memory. So, yes, yes. Do you have siblings? I have one older sister. How many years difference? It's a five year difference, though everyone thinks I'm older, which is a little bit irritating, but I take it as a compliment. That's what I try to say, but I'm not quite sure that's what they mean. You're like, why <laughs> but I've chosen to believe it's for different reasons. Were you guys yeah. close growing up? Um, we were. We, got, we were close growing up, but we got really close once she left for college. Um, which is funny because I think I was less annoying because I was further away because um, I was always the annoying little sister. Um, but then we became really close and we're, we're very close now too. And she lives in Colorado and we have a house in Colorado so we get to spend all the summers together because she's a middle school vice principal so she gets summers off and it's fun. Okay. And we have kids the same age so they all grew up sort of together. And so you're a little bit ahead of her for having kids. Nope, we're there. She had um, she had twin Which girls about six weeks before I had my first, and so they and and I was there when I had my first. So we would take them out as newborns, and everybody thought they were triplets. And then she has a daughter my daughter's age, and then I have one more. Uh, that were you all living in Florida? No, nope. no, we were living here, and she was living in Colorado. Um, but okay. we would spend the summers together, and we would spend the holidays together. So. They didn't have the day-to-day, -day, but they would have, you know, three months over the summer where the kids and they're all super close. And Tell me about your mom and dad. My mom grew up in California. My dad grew up in Florida. They met at college at the University of Florida and got married. And my dad's a lawyer, and my mom was a, a stay-at-home mom. And he, they moved to Miami after he graduated from law school. And... Um, had my sister, had me. They divorced when I was uh, just entering college, and um, it was not a very friendly divorce. But so they did stay together all the way through. They stayed together all did, the way through. Did you know about? Did you know this was going to happen? I figured it was a matter of time. When, when did you figure this? out? Oh, I think just kind of generally growing up, they were not super happy. It wasn't. It wasn't a, a, a horrible childhood. It was actually quite no, so lovely sorry. childhood. Yeah. But it was. They weren't. I mean, they weren't well suited for one another. They but weren't you mean, really you happy. You figured that at what age? I'm just curious. I figured, so it was, they separated when I was 16, so I was still at home. Okay. Um, 
And it was, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I could pinpoint a moment in time. I just feel like when they told me they were getting divorced, I was like, oh, I guess that tracks. <laughs> I mean, it, was, okay. it, wasn't, um, it wasn't super surprising. I mean, I... Did your sister feel the same way? My sister felt the same way um, and just said, Ooh, I'm glad I was out of the house. I'm sorry that you're still around for another year. She was in college. She was in college. Okay. Um, and uh, and so they they split. <coughs> My dad is remarried. We have a I I can tell the JP and I story, which factors into this whole thing. This is stealing my thunder. Oh, yeah. What kind of lawyer was your father? He was a real estate attorney. Oh, real estate. Um, okay. So I was wondering if he was criminal or something like that. No. no. So that's not so high tension to be a real estate. Um. No. I mean, I think I think, and and it's certainly nothing like it is. Uh, I, now with the with the intensity of the hours and all of those things, right. yeah, I think, um, uh, yeah, it, it's it's you know he was just that traditional job where he got up, right. and put on a suit every day, and went to work. And is he is he alive? Is he doing? Um, well? Yep, he's alive. He's retired. Um, he lives in he lives in Florida, in Miami. He's remarried and has been for um, you know twenty five years now. So um, how old is your dad? Is my dad is eighty one. Oh, good age. Yeah. And your mother? She's is 81, old. and she... Oh they, were, oh, they were the same age. They were the same age. I do have some advice, but I won't give it. Go on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> about, about marriage and stuff. I better leave that alone. Really? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. happy to have I'll advice. I'll camera. I'll tell okay, you okay. okay. Um, so they... Uh, yeah, he still lives in Florida, in Miami, and my yeah. mom lived in Miami, lived in California, was in Colorado for a while in Denver and was near us and now just moved to South Carolina, bought a house and is there. And so the whole family is sort of gravitating back sort of towards the South a little bit more. Okay. My sister has bought a house in South Carolina as well okay. and you know, we'll probably eventually end up somewhere. But your mother never outside. remarried? My mother never remarried. Um, when I was in, uh, so when my parents got divorced, she dated a bit and um, at my high school graduation party, a mutual family friend uh, said to my mom, there is somebody here that you need to meet. It's the one person at this party that you need to meet. And it happened to be JP's father. Origin story. You would. <laughs> this is our origin story. And okay. it's, a good, it's a pretty good yeah, let's one. Let's do it. Let's do it. So um, I had known John Paul growing up. We went to the same middle school, and we went briefly to the same high school, but we had the same mutual friends. Let me assume that his father's name, John Paul. His father's name is Paul. Okay, so why yeah. do you go by JP? Uh, because um, about 1980, there was a Pope, John Paul I, <laughs> and my hypocrisy has some limits, <laughs> and so I moved over to JP because I felt like it was an affront to the Pope. And if you knew him back then, you might you might agree. So tell me more about it. So they, so I had known JP for for a long time and and wasn't a fan of his particularly. Now you were you guys in the same grade? He's a year older than I am. So my best girlfriend growing up had an older brother, and that older brother was his best friend. So we were always at the same house. We were always kind of in the same orbit. And um, yeah, no, he was, he was a lot back then. Let's just leave it at that. If he wants to expand on that, he's more than welcome. <laughs> so they start my, so I'm going off to college and they, 
his dad and my mom start seeing each other. And uh, I come home for, you know, Thanksgiving break or whatever. And she's like, oh, well, the Topinos are going to spend Thanksgiving. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm not hanging out with JP at the Thanksgiving table. That's absurd. So I would take off and be like, yeah, have fun. But what about and your sister? Yeah, my sister was she's fine. Much older. She's much, she, much yeah, older. she didn't care. She I mean, didn't care about him, she didn't yeah. care. Whatever. She right. was like, whatever. It's all good. Right. Um, so I would, I was, you know, thought it was all. I was, I was happy for my mom, but I didn't need to hang out with JP. And then this kept going on because they continued to see each other. And so over time, we were always sort of hanging out How together. Much time was this? It all gets a little blurry in my mind. I guess it took about a year. I guess a couple years yeah. my uh, my mom turned 50 and we threw her a surprise party and JP is an excellent chef excellent and ho always has even been th even, even th then and so he was in charge of the dinner party part of it and I did the sort of decorations and the table and all that stuff so while we were getting ready for that we spent days together grocery shopping and buying things and doing things and realized that we have a very similar sense of humor, which maybe doesn't say a lot for me, but it's a, we have a very similar sense of humor. And that once you get to know him, he actually, the most important thing to him is family and um, the people that he loves, which isn't immediately apparent, more so now that he's older. But when he was younger, you kind of had to see that a little bit more. And so then I thought, oh, okay, not bad. And he's always been cute, so there was that. And then I guess over one thing led to another, and we started dating, which was highly controversial. No, was it wait, was it because of JP's aggression? I would assume it was. It was. Uh, it was. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking. You don't have to go there. Uh, yeah. No. I. No. I think. I think. You know what? It was one Thanksgiving. We were all together, and. I think we curiosity got the best of us, and Can you we spin the bottle? we 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 shared a moment, and then went our separate ways, thinking that would be it, and that was that done. We've we've satisfied that curiosity a little bit, and then at Christmas time, JP threw a dinner party, and I was invited, and he greets me at the door and gives me a big kiss, and I thought, oh, this isn't over, okay. This is this is gonna be something. You weren't communicating during the time while you were gone. No, though I used to give him my college notes, but no, we weren't communicating during that. It was only between that Thanksgiving and that Christmas, so it wasn't a lot of time. It wasn't a lot of time. Okay, so it just. Like and so then, yeah, so then that happened, and I went, oh, okay, I think this is gonna go somewhere. So it did, and we kept it a little secret for that little bit of time because we figured that was very controversial with our parents dating and it was they nobody was happy so? yeah they were like go back to school don't see each other you know it well, who was pushing it the most it had to be one side or the other I'm assuming of between us no between oh your between parents. them no I think they were they a fairly united front yeah JP was he was a little bit of a wild man back then so my mom was like mm, I don't think this is a good idea and um, yeah I think they just felt like they had a relationship, and if we then got together and it wasn't going to last, everybody was sure it wasn't going to last, then it would mess up the whole dynamic of everything and be, be controversial. And, um, so they said, you know, just don't, just don't go there. Like, don't mess it all up. And 
course, we didn't listen because we were 19 And so we did, and, and eventually everybody, I think, made their peace with it. And How long was it? How long do you think it, how long was it before? Um, I mean, I think it was a little mm -hmm. while, maybe a couple of years. It was fine. It was never, like, outright aggressive. It was just like... Just trying to just... Yeah, you know. Yeah, you come so to your senses eventually. Right. Exactly. Um, and then we have still yet to come to our senses, so we're fine. <laughs> How many kids afterwards? Uh, I know, three kids and 30-something <laughs> years later, right? We've been married for, it'll be 25 this summer. Oh, um, so it's been a long time. And then so how long did you date before you married? Um, seven years. It was about seven years. Okay. Yeah. It all, it all runs together, seven or eight years. So we dated through college. He graduated a little bit ahead of me, moved out to California for a job, and then I graduated and followed. Were and you in the same college? We were um, for periods of time. His, um, he, he'll, I'll let him tell it, but he kind of moved around a little bit for, for family reasons. And um, yeah, and then we both moved out to California and then lived there for a long time, and then he came home one night and said, what do you think about moving to Japan? And we were engaged. Oh, okay. We were engaged, not married yet, and uh, I, I woke up, he had just flown in from a business trip and had come home, and, and I woke up the next morning and I tapped him, I said, did you ask me if I wanted to live in Japan? And he said, I did. I said, yeah, well, sure, I think I could do that. And then we got married, went on our honeymoon, and moved directly to Japan from there, and have been here ever have since. You, had you ever come to Japan before? Uh, we, after, between when he asked me that question, I, when he'd asked me, I'd never been to Japan. Okay. Um, and then before we got married, we kind of took a trip out here to see what we thought. And of course, his partner was smart enough to like roll out the red carpet and have an amazing stay. At, a beautiful hotel and all the stuff and I thought okay I mean I'm like a 27 year old who's like I could do this for a little while <laughs> so um and he was in Tokyo yeah what yeah. did he do what kind of work did he do there? did I do did I was did he do yes same thing he does now he was with uh, secure capital real okay. estate investment all right and what did you do and I was um I was headed to law school so naively in hindsight I said well this is for a couple of years, so I'll delay law school for two years, and then when I go back, I'll do that. And you haven't gone back. And she hasn't gone back. And then I've never gone <laughs> She's back. She's doing to go back. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and yeah, then I we started having kids, and yeah, I'm not sure my brain could do it anymore. You have, I know you have, the first is the son. I have Nicholas, who's 22, right. and he's newly graduated working. I have Emmy, who right. just turned 20 yesterday, and she's a sophomore in college. And then I have Matthew, who is 15, and he's here, and he's a sophomore in high school. Wow. And how they were all how many years between raised the here. And youngest? Seven. Seven years. Yeah. Three kids. Yeah. Are they close with each other? They are close with each other. They have one of those where they're allowed to be mean to each other, but nobody else is allowed to be mean. They protect each other. So it's good. I mean, it, it drives you crazy sometimes when you're around because they can be mean to one another, but mm. they also. Are, are fiercely defensive of, of each other, yeah. So, 
Um, That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, they're good. That That's was good. that was like my one thing. Yeah, I always well, you have my, each other's back. Yeah, my kids growing up, and because the little one was always the tattletale, and I was like, dude, not a good thing. You know what? We're not going to be around <laughs> as long as they're going to be around. So you you need to keep You're, them close. Like, right. don't be don't be tattling like that. Like, right. I'll, I'll probably figure it out on my own eventually. I don't need your help. Right? Like, just so. That was the youngest. That was yeah. He was annoying. For a while. They were all annoying in their own ways, but yeah. you know he was like the little. Isn't it interesting? You know how we all learn Mom, how to parent, don't we? Yeah. Emmy's having a snack, and you told her not to. Yeah. You know. So I didn't need things. to know that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> and you really want me to do something about it? You just don't yeah, you get a snack. Yeah. Now I'm gonna yell at you for tattling. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Exactly. Let's make this a lesson, you know. a learning experience. Yeah. That's <laughs> all of that. All of that. So, but they so are they are close. I mean, they're sort of spread out right now, which. Um, you know, it's always a bummer, but. So you've um, been in Japan for 20? It'll be 25 years this years. coming summer. So 2023 How will be 25 years. Being here? It's the question of the moment. Um, uh, publicly traded anymore, so you can answer this. Uh, you know, I don't know. I think we were close to leaving this last summer. Um, not for good. I think we will always be here, but we were close to sort of flipping the balance of time to the U.S. Um, a little bit. And my youngest is interested in, I mean, they've, all my kids, well, the boys were super sporty. And I think that Japan has, has not given them as full an experience with that, because they like to play American football. JP, you should ask JP about that, because he's done a lot with that um, in his time here. But it's not, there isn't a lot for them here for that. So we did think about moving back, and then my son ripped up his knee and was injured. So we thought, well, he's not going back for sports right now. So we, it bought us another year. So we think about it a lot. I think. Where would you go? Um, we are building a house right now in Sarasota, Florida. And I think, and we have a house in Colorado. So I think that if we were to move while my son was still in school, we would go to Florida and park ourselves there for a bit. And then after there's no kids at home, I think, you know, we can spend time here, we can spend time there. If I've learned anything after 25 years here is that it's a little bit futile to make very far in advance specific plans. I think we can have a general idea of what we'd like to do, but mm -hmm. I tend yeah. not to nail it down too much. Because well, it so you have the luxury of that too, because it's not, like as if you're really set to be at any place. Right. Yeah. You we are in, we are choice. in control of our well, of our fate. Which is great right. and, and somebody who is not would kill me. I mean I, I there are times where I get a little envious of the person who says, Well, the company it's three years, we're moving and here now. Envious. Well, because I think, oh, somebody else has made that because I think I can I'm pretty easygoing. Like you can send me somewhere and I'll be fine. But it's the decision-making part that's difficult for me. So when somebody else is like, go there, I'm Thank like, oh, okay, I'll do that. Like, I can do that. So um, we don't have that, which is perhaps why we've been here for 25 years, because we can't seem to ever decide or make a decision. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, but. When you go back, do you feel, I, I remember the first yeah. stages when you first go back, I think it's a really big reverse culture shock. Mm -hmm. It's not the culture shock people think that you're going to get. Right. It's more like, I used to live like this. Right. It's different than what people think. Right. What was it like for you when you went back, and when, when did it start to change? 
I always had this saying that if you've been here longer than seven years, you start to get a little strange. Like you go back home and you're like, everything there looks strange to you. And everything here seems like the norm. Where in the beginning, you can go back and, and, and you still remember and it, it doesn't strike you as so. But I, re I mean, I remember there's a couple of things, certainly the portion sizes of, of food and being at the movie theater and go, why don't you get the extra large and you can have free refills? And I'm like, well, two questions. Who's gonna eat that much popcorn? And number two, why would you need a refill on this size of popcorn? Like, this doesn't make any sense to me. And there's a tray. And, and there's and that's all very and the American. Soda pop is like a gallon. And then I, I remember valet parking my car one time, and the valet made me walk around the car and inspect it, and sign off on it. And I said, I mean, do you think I'm going to sue you? And he said, Actually, that's exactly why we do it. And I thought, Oh my goodness, okay. And so those things strike me as so strange after being here for a while. Um, but now forward to as long as I've been here, and I think that we can go back and forth pretty easily. Do you think that you... Um, now, I haven't lived in the U.S., exactly. so, so living there and having to get things done and having to, you know, there's a seamless, you have to be patient in Japan, but the outcomes and outputs are always, you know, pretty acceptable, but you just have to work through the process. And I don't know if the U.S. is quite the same uh, at that. I don't think that they are. I when think the whole process is probably frustrating. Okay. Um, and but I don't. I've never lived there, so yeah. I don't. Well, I haven't lived there in 25 years, so and never really as a adult, you know. So yeah. that's right. We'll All see. your adult life has been. Yeah, I mean, pretty that's much right. my entire that married life, right. and I was 27. Right. You had I all guess. of your kids here too, and I had my kids here. Yeah. And they were raised here, so yeah, people come and I think, I don't really know, I mean, I only know like... But then, okay, what was it like for you being here, blonde hair, blue eyes, yeah. or do you call them gray eyes? Blue, blue I don't blue, know. Yeah. Gray, okay. Yeah. All right. All, everyone here knows you're not from here. Right. I think that's easy. And, <laughs> okay, yeah. but also having a husband here. Yeah. And seeing what you've seen with most of the husbands, or not most, a lot of the husbands mm -hmm. who are married to women that aren't from here. Right. How has that affected you? Yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm really pretty easygoing and I don't, I'm not, uh, I think uh, in the early years, I remember when I was pregnant with my first, people used to stop me and say, will your baby have blonde hair? And I thought, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, yeah, it's entirely possible. And that was such a strange concept to people. But now I think it's it's a much more metropolitan, it's, it's a much sort of more international um, landscape than it was a well, long time ago. More information now. Yeah. That's something I always tell everyone. For sure. This changed the whole landscape. They can get information that quick. Right. And it's also made it easier because you can also keep connected to people easier. So I think everything. You know, you can say a lot about how technology in the end has made things more difficult, and I think that's true in a lot of ways. But being here, it's really nice. Like, you can video call and chat with my sister, and I don't wonder when I see her after six months, it doesn't feel like it's been that long, or my mom or my dad, you know? So I think there's, it's a little bit of a trade-off. And then, I, yeah, we've, we've been through so many cycles in Japan of the types of people that move here and who's here, and I think, 
at this phase of our time here, our friends tend to be um, more rooted in Japan, uh, maybe, you know, mixed nationality couples that have tend to, are going to be here forever and that's right too I was thinking too also your perception you came here as a young adult mm -hmm. but you already had preconceived ideas I mean I mean you you're, you were raised in America oh yeah so you came here and I'm sure that had to be a I, culture I, adjustment. It, it, yeah, it was, <laughs> and I was far more opinionated back then too. I would think so, so now yeah. I, you know, it's like it's it's hard to really ruffle my feathers too much. I'm good. Like you do you. It's all fine with me, right? Like, <laughs> you, I think there's nothing like three children, three Topino children to to get you there. So, um, but in the beginning, yeah, you we moved here. I I, I, I kind of remember to, you when you first yeah. moved to the club at the beginning. Yeah, and I remember because you were very involved. Mm -hmm. And I kind of remember your attitude at the beginning. And I kind of also remember when you became chill. Yeah. And that was after the kids, because you had them in my program. I did. I had the, all you three of them went through and your I remember, program. I remember and the parents from that. There's nothing I don't have an opinion right. about. That hasn't <laughs> changed, right? I mean, but even you, if I don't know much about it, I'm happy to form a quick opinion for you and discuss it, right? Like, but but now... See, no, you're saying discuss it. Before then, do you understand, don't you? After you finish with your opinion, <laughs> you understand it, right? Well, I always know I'm right. I just don't care so much anymore about convincing you. Right, okay. Right. There you go. There you go. Do you think Lance for a kid's self-confidence? That I can. No, no, I can. I can. That's what I was doing. And some of the parents may, I think mm -hmm. some of the people like yourselves knew what I was doing. It yeah. had nothing to do with their four-year-old. With gymnastics or, or yeah. But I had to have a vehicle. Yeah. yeah. I wanted them to feel good about who they are. Yeah. And if they get that, yeah. My job's, but people won't pay you for that. They'll pay you, you know, they feel they have value. This gymnastics class, that's what they were saying. And the ones that thought that, that's good. Right, right. But now I'm even, I'm more bold about it now and they understand we have waiting lists. Yeah, well, and those concepts have become more of the norm. That's you right. You were just people ahead of your time. Right, right, right. right. Which, of that's course, is true. Um, well. But yeah, I mean, we've known each other since. That's right. Since you've been here, basically. Early, early days. Yeah, well, you had, wait, wait, you were here and then you had your first child. How long had you been here? Uh, I, well, I, uh, about a year and a half. A year and a half, right. So yeah. Right I mean, I, rem I remember moving here, and, and we didn't have kids, and we were young and newly married, so I didn't have a vehicle to meet um, friends except for the American Club. Okay. And I would, I would come, and I would sit down in the Rainbow Cafe, and I would have lunch by myself, and I would smile, and I would, you know, look nice, and I'd come home to JP, and I'd say, well, you know, a couple people smiled back today, and I said hi to someone, and... Uh, and then finally I marched up to the women's group, back then it was the women's group office, and said, I, I need to make some friends, so put me to work. And they said, fresh meat, yes, okay. So I did that for a long time, and then I, um, I, was, uh, I did some work on the food and beverage committee and the board, you know, and did all of that stuff for a while. Um, but it was a great sort of jumping off point to get involved and meet people, because I didn't have school stuff, I didn't have any of those sorts of things, so I did. Japanese class and tech. And so it was great. I mean, it's definitely served a per And then I had kids, and the club became all the kid activities and all that kind of stuff, and, and your gymnastics classes and all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I, it, it's evolved over the years that we've been here. And it's, there's like sections of time that. Do you see it? Okay, now you have to, com we all, we're always comparing ourselves consciously or subconsciously to other people. Mm -hmm. in some way or another, mm -hmm. and those in our family particularly. What do you, how do you see your life compared to, and I'm not trying to start anything, mm -hmm. you and your sister, yeah, yeah. but
But um, so we're we're be nice because she's gonna see this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? We are super close, and we're pretty different. Um, he, she. Uh, you were the antagonist when you were young. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I was a pain in the ass, okay. really, for sure. I was like. We go to sports games, and I always had to cheer for the other team. Like, I, I love a good controversy, right? Like, I'm great with that. So I'm a little bit of a pain. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think we've always – she lives in the mountains of Colorado. She's super sporty. She, um, she looked at what we were doing here, and she would say, yeah, but JP works those long hours. She's like, I don't want that. Like, I want, I want a, a, fa a family at home at 5 o'clock, you know. Those there? sorts of there? things, and um, well, she has since divorced her first husband. But um, there you go. Uh, <laughs> oh, but okay. but I think a, and she has a second husband now. Well, she has a, a long-term uh, uh, partner. Yes, okay. they're not married. The she has three. So the, the twin priest? girls, and then another yeah. daughter. Yeah, yeah. And um, so was really kind of a single mom from about middle school through high school for those kids. Mm. Um, but. Uh, like her priorities and what she had value and wanted were always a little bit different than I was. And she was much more of a pleaser and I don't, I was more of a opinionated, I suppose. Um, and so we're, we're, we get along and we're very close, but we're sort of different. So um, I don't know that she looks at my life and thinks, ooh, I want that. and. I think the older I get, more I look at my life and go, oh, okay, I like the, I like maybe not being in a big city after a while or being really? somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I like it, but I could, I could. You could live in the country, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I sort Ooh, of. In Florida, was, was your home? I mean, was We were in Miami. Um, Miami. We grew up. Yeah. In the city, I mean, but not, not the same Yeah, but Miami's not a city it's like right, suburb, Tokyo is right, a city. Right, and flat. Tokyo's not a city like most cities either. Not I think we're a little city. bit spoiled. That's true. Um, because it's a city without a lot of the big city problems in your face had, all the no, time. It it's all up there, and it's up and down and in and out, and it all works. Yeah, right? If there's an order about it, it that is. you don't get other places, which makes me think, oh, maybe I don't really love big cities. I just love Tokyo. Got you. Because it's a little bit different, um, and so that's why I say, you know, and you I've, don't have to fit in, and I don't have to fit in. You don't. I and think. Get, I think being this way, you you're almost exempted from a lot of the rules. You and get it, special treatment. And people find it irritating, right? Like, oh, women's rights and all these things, and oh, you're oh, don't you get tired of people thinking you don't know anything? And I think, you know, not really, because no, I get a lot of benefits out of it. You know, like I don't know. Um, I know how to work it. I, you can work the I system. Know how to work it. I and know how to work I've been here so long that I really understand the subtext. I, I really do. I get it. I, I know what's happening, and and so. It it, it's you can be on the outside, but you still have the knowledge of the inside. Um, so. Yeah, those things don't bother me so much. Um, my daughter, who uh, grew up here and is loud and full of personality and very much her own person and blonde hair and blue eyes, had had just about enough of it when she got through high school. She was tired of always not fitting, I think, the mold of what sort of is considered pretty or um, typical or any of those things it, it, and, and standing out in perhaps a, a negatively perceived way. She's like, I'm just 
So she's happy in the States. So she really wanted to go, I mean, she was just couldn't wait to get out and go to college in the US. And she wanted to be, she's like, I've, I've never been like a quintessential American, right? I've never done that. So I wanna go try that for a little while. So she's at a university and she's at Tulane and loves it and does the whole college thing and um, you know doesn't doesn't stand out from the blonde yeah, hair right. and exactly. the you know exactly. she's not like stick skinny and she just she's she's beautiful and but it's not a it's not strange there here it was always a little bit um, uh, not the norm and I think she just got tired of that. She went to SIJ, didn't she? She went to SIJ. Right. Yeah. Well, that's very cliquish, though. I, it, I, all of my kids, by the time they hit, hit high school, were sort of like, "I'm done," and they're <laughs> and they're a little bit, you know, they're not the norm because we're two Western parents. That's right. And that's we've lived here for their whole lives. There aren't very many children like that. So you guys came later than the the real boom was prior to you. Yeah, yeah. That's when everybody was just like you. Yeah. Everyone came here. They were from the country they came from, the husband and the wife. Yeah, but they've and all since very left. Few. Yeah, and there were very few Japanese in the school. Yeah. Oh, then, right. No, there were very few. Right. They were the, they were the, the exception. Mm -hmm. If they went to a school that spoke only English. Mm -hmm. Now, it's you, a you it's see more, somebody blonde here, blue eyes, they stick out. Yeah. <laughs> they stick out. They're not, the one, they're not the norm. Yeah, yeah. And I think COVID, you know, it that exacerbated that. Um, yeah. And uh, so, which is all fine, but I just, so I think we're in this, like, my kids sort of are in this odd little subset where they weren't Japanese but they'd been here so long, so the turnover of friends and the you know, three to five year rotation of people wore on them. And, um, but then they go away and she couldn't, I mean, literally she couldn't have gotten out of here faster. And then she's gone for a little while and then she misses it and can't wait to come home and it's home, you know, so. Isn't that always the case? Yeah, it Especially is. Especially when it wasn't violent in any way and it mm -hmm. was safe and yeah. all the stuff. Oh. I think the the worst thing our country does, which I love with a passion, is they give us so much information that isn't pleasing, that makes you feel threatened. Mm -hmm. And when you get around that, and you've come from a place where you never feel threatened, right? At it any seems time so of much day, more. It's, right? it's, it's really exaggerated. Yes, yeah. it becomes and it becomes right. Your fear becomes a little bit a little more out, than of, the out of out of place. Mm -hmm. And you're not. Then you really don't know what to do. That went through me. Being an mm. African-American and coming here mm -hmm. and going back, I realized I liked it when I first came here and went back and people in the States were still afraid of me. Mm. But after those little kids shot up the school, yep. they became afraid of everybody. And when people are looking at you and smiling and saying, how are you doing? They're doing that out of fear mostly. Yeah. Are you a good person? But you, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I <laughs> <laughs> it's different. They're doing a quick calculus right, 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 in here. Yeah, they smile at you mm -hmm. a little bit, but there's, I can feel mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And when you smile back, they're okay. And then if you get a little bit friendly like we are here, they get a little, oh. oh what's going on? Hold on. We're getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the agenda. Everybody has an agenda of some sort. Yeah. It's not so yeah. Wow. Well, no, no, I was going to interview you, but I won't no, do that. I was going to ask you this, Stephanie. I was going to ask you this. Before I end the, the podcast, mm -hmm. there's a question I usually ask all of my um, interviewees, mm -hmm. and that is, if you were to go back in time, mm. what time would you pick and what advice would you give to the Stephanie at that time? That's a good question. I, um, I mean, I think, 
it's funny because I, I think that my life has turned out quite beautifully. You know, I have a happy marriage and great kids, and we've had an adventurous life that I would have never predicted. Um, and uh, some of it happened in spite of what I considered or didn't consider. But I would say, um, I would say probably in my 30-something-year-old my self who was kind of knee-deep in kids and all of that, and I loved one of the blessings I think I had living here was that I didn't have to feel like I needed to do all of it. I didn't need to work and raise kids and do all of those things. I could just raise my kids. I didn't feel the career pressure. Um, which I thought was a gift, um, really, that uh, I had, I was surrounded by women who were here, who were very accomplished, very bright, but by being here and the choice that they made, they weren't working at the time. So I had plenty of intellectual stimulation and interesting people and all of that. So I, I didn't push that side of myself very much, which I considered a blessing. Now that my kids are almost grown and I'm 50-something, I'm, I'm left going, okay, now what do I do? And I'm trying to figure it out now, and I wish that I had maintained a thread, at least from there, so that when I hit this stage of my life where I'm about to be an empty nester, I wasn't really with such a wide open canvas looking at what I was gonna do, because like I told you before, I'm not very good at making decisions. So I think I would have looked. I would look back at my late 30, 30 something self and say, pick a little something now and do it. And and I have to an extent. I mean, I do a lot of fundraising for charities and I do a lot of those things. But keep that thread alive so that when the time comes when your children are no longer it, you have a clear path of what you want to do. Mm-hmm. That is probably what I would say. That's a sink. My goodness. No. Oh my goodness. Right, well, I'm going to twist yours up a little bit. Well, I wouldn't, because I wouldn't change. I mean, my life, is, I, there's, whether I made the decisions deliberately or not, I, I, I don't have many complaints about you know, where I am. So I would be nervous to change too many things. Because who knows where, we, who knows where it would go, right? Yeah. Like that movie Sliding That's Doors right. or whatever. Let me end this podcast by saying I want to thank all of you for watching this podcast. Make sure you press like and subscribe. And never forget, it's all on loan, so continue to reach for the stars because you're too blessed to be stressed.